cults, coercion, and sexuality in society. These are the topics for the Frankie Files. I'm Frankie Tees, your host, and I'll continue to focus on my own family story as well as news and recovery info for those who've survived, especially the adult children of cults. New each Tuesday. See FrankieFilesPodcast.com for more. If you would like information on cults in the news, please join my new Substack, FrankieTees.Substack.com. This is Sierra Warner. You may know me as the Cult Hunter, and you are listening to Frankie Files. The cults are out there. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 55 of Frankie Files podcast. I'm Frankie Teets. Today, we have an update on Profundity Yours. This is an ongoing story that journalist Sierra Warner has been breaking. It's an investigation he's been involved in since December of 2022. It's ongoing. The first report on this ever went up on this podcast December 2022. Check that out on our YouTube and all apps. That link is in the show notes. The transcription also went up as an article on frankietees.substack.com. Check that out if you prefer to read it. Siren Warner lays out that the leader, Linda Good McGillis, who is in charge of Profundity Yours, is the mate of a child porn convict who drove her to start this successful cult. They started at a Kempner, Texas trailer park and now reside at a Marietta million dollar ranch. Yeah, they've been upgraded, but how? Linda is a verbally abusive pot-smoking loon who speaks light language and claims to be a walk-in alien taken over a decade ago. Journalist Siren Warner cut his chops at a weekly in Minnesota where he's based. He is several years into being a cult hunter and helps expose them in real time. It's my honor to help him because this guy cares. Find his reporting on TikTok at Siren Warner, thebodyintl.com, and at Siren Warner on YouTube. Check the link in the show notes for that. Today we'll hear an update about the group, Profundity Yours, how they're doing financially, how they've expanded. They've taken over a very small town in Texas with a population of about 115 people and why Siren wants journalists to start using the word cult when it's appropriate. One of our favorite return guests is up next, Siren Warner, aka The Cult Hunter. So, Siren, welcome back. Yeah, fabulous to be here. Thank you for having me. Always, always good to be on your show. Vice versa, good to have you, one of our favorite guests, because as a reporter who focuses on cults, you've always got something pertinent for this show. It's third Tuesday, and we're going to cover a very specific story. So, profundity yours. Um, we talked for a while in our other broadcast, which was a live Reddit chat, about Profundity Yours. You had just started uh, interviewing a bunch of people. You had a lot of audio. The story's really been developing. When last you and I talked, there was a um, 
end of the world deadline. Yeah, it was interesting. I I know a lot of people have heard that episode that we did because when this when this story first started coming out, that was the only um, that that was the only media out there. Like I talked about doing on the on the show that you know this is a story that I'm going to do and just sort of started starting off, but it was another three months at least before. Uh, probably about three months before um, putting out the the first TikTok, and that was I think it were like ten days until the end of the world, or eight days until the end of the world, something unbelievable, right? In the profundity universe, like you and me are like robots, we're part of a hologram, um, and we are dead, uh, and the world is over, and the. The, the safe space is this like little compound they have in Texas and the surrounding area. It's Marietta, Texas. 115 people. East Texas is the middle. It's there's nothing around. I mean, it's uh, yeah. I, I was I just got back um, trying to th- just at the end of last month. What I was primarily doing in in Marietta was interviewing the the locals the people that i had sort of built relationships with when this story hit marietta the the first time and um i went to you know i went to the baptist church and talked to the pastor i actually talked to him twice you know you get a feel for a place because the place is part of the story too the the video i'm gonna really well by the time this comes out there will be a video that has some of the like actual like very small snippets, just just a tease of um, of some of the stuff that we shot. They they bought this ranch, which is probably the nicest place I saw in like actually in like the jurisdiction of Marietta. I mean, it's it's a beautiful property that they that they have. That was one point three million dollars. They bought this restaurant. the The actual number isn't in, so I don't want to say what I think it is. And then they just spent like another million and a half dollars on another property that's kind of like the ranch just down the road. They have they have a lot of money right now. I, that, that, well, they're they're burning through a lot of money right now for sure. Well, what the leader does is sort of exploits middle aged women with money, recent divorces, that that kind of thing. And she she has a type like pe- people with money is is kind of her. She'll, she'll she does the like the serious love bombing too. And then once you've been love bombed, you know, the purse strings might start opening and then you're trapped and it gets horrible. Um, as, as unique as Linda is, like you see Linda and she just it has, there, there's something about her I've not seen in many cult leaders before. Um, she she has, I mean, I guess she, she's a psychopath. Like, it's, she, it's not that she, like, transcends being a cult leader. She is a cult leader. But but all this stuff that, that makes her really interesting, when you boil it down, it's still, like, her, her exploitation scheme isn't any different than the many we've seen before. Okay. So, so she's getting large chunks from individuals and there's a Facebook group, which we can talk about. Um, so I wanted to s- kind of zero in first though. That's a lot of property. I'm shocked. <laughs> Whoa. Um, uh, why is this a dangerous cult? A lot of people I've seen when you posted, and I also shared our story, our first interview, and people would say like, well, is it a dangerous cult? And I'm saying yes. 
And part of the reason I know from your reporting is there's a pedophile in the wing, a child porn convict in the wing. Also, they're getting large chunks of money by financial exploitation, um, forcing these odd ideas on people, making them scared, making them think the world's ending, etc. Why is it dangerous? What more can you share with us about that? I guess, I mean, I think it's, I think anything that, that I consider a cult is dangerous or I, or I wouldn't cover it. Um, it wouldn't, I mean, it's the, 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 if, it, if it's taking away your autonomy, if you're brainwashed, if it, you're separated from your family, separated from your support uh, systems, um, isolated, very, I mean, these people are very, very isolated. Linda is very abusive. I mean, she, a lot of, a lot of what you see in this cult is sort of like the freeze response where... Um, people like, like you, Linda, Linda, Linda will walk in a room while people are having a discussion and everything stops. Everything stops. I think it's, it's a, it's a hell of a lot of fear, paranoia. I mean, I can't even imagine what the stress is like right now because they definitely did not anticipate that like I would show up and start, um, doing my job. They stopped posting the videos from like in, in the ranch. Okay, let's talk about that, because when I first spoke with you in December, there was such a history of videos. Now I've gone there and there's no videos. There's some live videos about cooking and on playlists, there's videos imported from another person's account. So on their YouTube, it's 10,000 subscribers. The YouTube is Profundity, yours 7494 for listeners that want to check it out. So were the video removals because you started uh, doing like excerpts and showing people what was going on there? Is that what happened? Because I, I was using their videos to firebomb them. Yeah, I mean, if you've if if you've seen these videos, like she says such ridiculous stuff. It's uh, it's. I mean, she's she's a hell of a personality and a and she's funny. Like, it's I don't think she's like funny on purpose. Tell your mind to shut the f up. But I I, I pulled a quote from from some video that like I, I still had. She's like, "Have you ever you ever been to the, like, the dentist and you just start feeling like this horniness? It's such a ridiculous thing to say." Uh, the story I'm most known for, the body, that guy, like, I find, like, nothing at all redemptive about him. The cult leader, Mark Bissett, um, you know, he is, he is, and I mean, I'm not saying, like, I mean, Linda is a psychopath. She tortures people. She's, like, she is evil. Um, but I know, like, a little bit more about her backstory, and it, it makes – she's sort of in that category of, like, the Charlie Manson where, you know, there's there was never – there was never any hope that, like, things were going to, like, go really well. But she has, like – some charm she she doesn't really anymore like she's just gotten darker and darker over time yes and she is she is jesus christ reincarnated she can describe her the pain of her crucifixion the intensity of having to bring you know continually make stuff up 
got away on her when the you know when the world was predicted to end in spring and it didn't happen you know she's <laughs> got to keep that cash going so it's got to be a lot of pressure to create this narratives what is and she's still selling that she's a walk-in um from another planet that she has the original dna of the first human if i'm not mistaken I mean, the really strange thing is like they bought a cafe like right as the world was ending, right after the world was ending, and it's the only restaurant in Marietta. And I don't know if he, it's it's hard to explain just how big of a deal that is to the locals. Like this is all anybody talks about. And what has happened is there's a, like self awareness now. It shows you the kind of position they're in, and it's maybe the first like smart thing they've done, and since. Um, they got some exposure, is that they have started selling alien cookies, like cookies at the cafe that are shaped like aliens. And they're selling T-shirts that say, I drank the Kool-Aid and I survived. You'll see pictures of it tomorrow. I certainly made a comment about it in my video about how inappropriate that is. But it's also, but there's, there, there's a, there's a, like, idiocy to this this group so like um what what makes these shirts really amazing is that they uh they spelled kool-aid wrong spelled aid a-d-e and hey it was it was flavor aid in the first place she doesn't really communicate publicly anymore unless she's on this guy in guy's show on youtube um Alex Quinn. The big thing, I, I don't I don't think like profundity is aware of like why he's safe, but the reason why he's safe is that that show's only really like an hour long. So she can go on that show, talk about whatever she memorized before, and she'll freestyle, she'll do whatever. But then um, you know, he can kind of interject, which he I mean he rarely does that those shows are just mostly Linda talking, but like where, where you like a lot of the clips that I've pulled of Linda saying something just like just bonkers about like how the matrix is real or something come from when she's, she's like an hour and a half, two hours, two and a half hours deep. And she's just like stoned and talking. I mean, I heard a story yesterday about, I mean, <laughs> I'm not even going to describe it, but just like um, sort of like chains, chain smoking bowls of weed while like driving a car, having the passenger pack them for you. I mean, I would like them to stop um, posting so much on Facebook, sort of like they stopped posting on YouTube. I just don't think they should like really be able to recruit so easy anymore that's that's kind of my issue there is like an element of like what the hell is going to happen next because they're just these are, people are totally unpredictable sometimes yeah i mean it, it's it's very abusive linda is now married at least she's saying i don't i haven't seen a marriage certificate yet but she is like married she's been with this guy for a long time who's in federal prison for crimes child predator stuff now that i've read his full case file and everything like he's the he might be like the worst dude i've i've ever like researched 
ever. He is in prison and he won't, I think it's like 2029 or something would be like his earliest release. Um, they have tried to do some really insane appeals um, in that case that Linda participated in that I know she like the prosecutor was was doubting her story in um, in his notes that I read. So I think they were trying to have some harebrained scheme. But the thing is about this guy is that he. I talked to his, his ex-wife. He always wanted to get her to start a cult with him. And she was like, she's like a psychic. She's a medium. He had the, yeah, she said no. He always had this ambition to start a cult. And then Linda comes out of nowhere. She was, she was an assistant manager at a gas station. When, and no, like at, at like 40 and, and now she lives, now she has millions of dollars worth of property, like her turnaround. It's like the American dream. Like, uh, I mean, for like, for how sad of a, a life that like, she has everything that like all the things she didn't have my, in my opinion, like this, this is like these two psychopaths found each other. These people were abused as children. Um, they, I mean, I'm, I'm all but certain of that. Um, they, they found each other, and they were kind of... He was crashing at her place because he was broke. And, I mean, they were living on disability. And he... I, in, I think that he had the idea, like, you know, this could be something that would make money if, like, we did it right. And then he's been in her. He's been in her ear ever since. A lot of like the mysticism and stuff, I think, is Linda's. But the there there are, there are a lot of elements to this story where it's as if Linda read cult leaders for dummies, or this guy McNeely, Mark McNeely, read cult leaders for dummies, or he he's been in prison for a while. Maybe he comes up with ideas. He hears them from other people in his uh, prison, which is only for you know, really bad uh, offenders. There's so much just like you could, you could pull from other cults that, that, that glue this thing together. She creates a system where it's like, nothing is good or bad. It's called the inverted matrix. And it's like, there is no good. There is no bad. And you can justify stuff really easily that way. Like um, Mark Bissett of the body did very much the same thing. She says a lot of stuff like quiet parts out loud. She'll just be like, don't trust information. Like don't trust, don't trust like the information that you're getting out there. Like trust my information, like things that call leaders. And then, yeah, like tell your mind to shut the f up is 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 it's part of what makes it so funny is it's like you know cult leaders usually like have the decency not to say that <laughs> they usually they usually put it in some word salad or something well i mean like just to set the scene again for people who haven't you know heard the other interview or seen your other material about this it's like this woman for a decade was um slowly gathering strength but many people have come and joined her to live with her and have said she's verbally abusive she's unstable um, there's no money other than what they're getting through donations this is Sierra warner you may know me as the cult hunter and you are listening to frankie files the cults are out there I guess I, I don't even know how much I can talk about, but they, they, I will say that they, they sent me some paperwork. Um, and, 
my like uh my producer saw it before me so uh and she was freaking out she's like you know what this is horrible like what you know what's going on i don't know like if if this is gonna and then i started i started reading it and the the it started with the dictionary.com definition of clout chaser Normal normal C and Ds do not start like that. They usually they usually start with like you did this such and such on such and such day. So so here's the deal: is all, all, all I'm going to say is this: is that if you um, sue somebody for defamation, which uh, that hasn't happened yet, not in any sort of legal way, you have to prove that you lost money. How much money? Did you lose, like, based on this, your, your reputation? And she just bought this cafe. And, like, the reality is, though, that, like, her books have been cooked for such a long time. She would never, ever, ever be able to explain her money. And to show that you lost money, you got to show how much money you have. What the and, and if you have business partners, you have to show, like, that, that kind of stuff if it's relevant. And so, yeah, yeah, I mean, she can, it would be the happiest day of my life if she, uh, if she, for some reason, got a lawyer who was just so dirty, he'd let her do that to herself. Well, and I also haven't lied or told a knowing lie or something like that. Um, you know, I'm a journalist. It's, uh, this is, I post true stories. If there are errors, I post error updates. It's happened before. You know, she is a cult leader. Like, I wish the United, I wish that we had a better legal definition for this stuff. We're, we're behind. But I think the, the courts are becoming a little more wise. To me, like, Linda's, like, sh she does stuff that's way, way, way worse than this. But she does racketeering so much of this story and i guess like part of the reason i think this story is, has blown up the way it has is that like you know a lot of the story is on video like linda like i i don't need to have some dishonest interview with linda where she talks to me for 27 minutes and i can't say a, a word edgewise like she did in the last alex quinn video I don't need that. Like, uh, I, I, I kind of got her side of the story, like, pretty pretty good. I mean, I would love to interview Linda, but it's just, like, there, there are things that, like, some people monitor for me, too, like Facebook stuff. Something weird happens on Facebook, I'm going to hear about it right away. I guess, like, th there's new information every day. Um, I'm... I communicate with a lot of people down in Texas and, and I communicate with a lot of survivors and there's a really good, um, there's a woman investigating in Texas and she started doing this like investigation stuff for like the first time ever. And she's been like killing it. And like, she's been so public about it. And like all these people are just like coming to her and she, it's, it's just this incredible citizen journalism that's happening there. And like, I mean, I'm sort of part of that too, because I'm, I mean, I'm, I am working on an article, but you know, most of this story, like you'll find on TikTok or YouTube, as far as stuff that I've published, but I mean, so much has happened. Like so, I mean, I, I interviewed a survivor yesterday who told me all kinds of stuff that I had never heard before, and I totally, totally trust her. When I was investigating the body and 
the arrests happened and all, all that, like they retreated. They did a little bit of like they hauled up Melissa Parker and had her talk on TikTok for some reason. They thought that was a good idea. But other than that, you know, they they're kind they're so reclusive. They're so private. They're so just like out of the spotlight. For fun of yours. They can't like they they have a public business now. There's a woman who I believe Linda has the the purse strings for to the tune of like ten million dollars, and she's a waitress right now. She's a goddamn waitress. So I and that's like that's the these people you got you got to keep these people busy too. Like what are you gonna do? Like they can't. What if what are they gonna do if they like close the restaurant or something? They're gonna like just sit around and make jewelry. I guess my hope is that the the general public pays attention to this one because it's a very good case study for a cult. Like there, there is silly stuff. And it's also something that will entertain you. Like there are pictures of Linda getting the gang together to burn a Bible. Like that's something that people, people like think happens in, in cults, but it actually doesn't. It happened in this one because she's like playing the role of a cult leader. She has also channeled Satan before in some of her videos. She is she is like a hundred things wrapped in one, and it's it's really easy to see through because she's she's pretty transparent. And I think that people could learn a lot from this story. I guess my priority is telling it, telling it with um, people who know what a cult is. It's already like a phenomenon in parts of Texas. I think it is going to be, I think Linda's going to be famous. And I really want to handle the story in a way that like, as we learn about Linda, we learn what a cult is and what Linda does that like other cult leaders do. And people actually learn something. I mean... I, I well honestly like you could say like like everything that they do like is is borrowed from somewhere else. There there isn't a single like original idea in profundity yours and the powers that be like th- these aren't uh, rocket scientists at the at the top of the the food chain here. Which which isn't to say that she doesn't have something because she does. But uh, I mean, she has a, a. I guess I, I guess you could call it a talent. Um, she has something. Things have changed rapidly as uh, people have started communicating with each other. I mean, one thing about this story, how fast it's come together, is that like I've been working with a whole lot of people that are strangers to me on the internet. People who are invested in it or just interested in it. Um, it's definitely not just something like I have some like. Uh, superpower or something to to dismantle this cult without like uh, getting in trouble. <laughs> it's, it's a village. I'm at Sierra Warner on TikTok. I'm at Sierra Warner on YouTube. I, I sort of am in, in fits and spurts because my time, I mean, I work at least 12 hours a day every day on this. I will be putting videos out there. I will be, I guess right now I really want to get this next video out and um, finish the, the article I've been working on. Uh, th- this is going to be a, a bigger story. Um, and I hope that it makes people less afraid of like 
covering, like the media covering cult stories in real time and calling them what they are, like when they are here. I don't want them to say uh, some like weird kooky group or whatever. Like when there's a story like Profundity Yours, editors at newspapers should be able to look at that and say, okay, we're going to print the word cult. Maybe they put it in quotations or whatever. I don't really like that. Like we, we know what a cult is. It's 2023. Like let's start calling these stories like they are and just being honest about like what, what, what we cover. You're listening to The Frankie Files, frankiefilespodcast.com. 